0: It feels like one of those rinse and repeats. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday. Welcome in to the Michigan basketball post-game live show here after every Michigan basketball game. Not a good one today for the Wolverines, who brought in the Iowa Hawkeyes, a team that they beat in 2023, but that was not the case today. Let's uh, get into it and look at this one from. All the different angles that we can. Well, it was uh, game number 20 on the season, and that rematch with the Hawkeyes, this time in Ann Arbor. New Michigan head football coach Sharon Moore in the house, and the newly minted coach would talk at the half. And it was a good crowd by all accounts. And U of M got up by as many as eight in the first half, but it was just a two point game at the break 44 to 42 Wolverines. Second half Iowa controls most of the action. They get up 7 with 9 left and they're up 9 with 6 remaining. They get it up to double figures and and Michigan didn't really put up much of a resistance. After that, it was um it was kind of a typical showing for Michigan this year. They they do all right for a half and then they just give it up. In the in the second half, although I would say the, the Iowa started getting at Michigan before they went to halftime, they started to flip the script. So it was a little bit different that way with the Hawkeyes starting late in the first. But kind of this, if you said, "Hey, this is the this is the consistent Michigan that we we have seen all year long," up at the half, and then you know really non-existent. If you want to use that word, it applies for Michigan in the second half. I would say that that is uh, accurate. So what happens transition defense in this one, you could go through and take a look at Peyton Sandford, who lit up Michigan in the second half from downtown. And sometimes he was wide open. Sometimes he was throwing them off balance, but you know, Michigan—they're poor defensively. There's no one. Juwan Howard could be sitting here. Sadi Washington. Anyone else? Phil Martelli, Howard Isley, and they would all have to admit that they're not good defensively. But they don't compete on the defensive end, which is a, a, a what do they say? A non-starter. It's it's something that if you're going to try to win basketball games, you have to compete on the defensive end and Michigan just does not do that. They don't guard well. They don't stop the ball in transition. They don't find their guys. They don't they don't st- you know, they don't stop the man with the ball in transition. They don't get back and it's like they're thinking offensively like and then offensively yeah, they 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 shoot a lot of threes and you know they statistically they look pretty good from downtown but you know the other team doesn't really feel like they're in danger, you know, like they, they're, they, they can kind of go around in, and toy with Michigan, like a, a cat might do with a mouse, like the mouse might think he's got something going, but I, I think the other teams realize, and even when you're watching it, and like what Michigan's doing offensively, it, it is sure enough, it's, it's isolation and it's one-on-one when, when you're doing that and you're playing that way, it, it it becomes where you're watching it and it seems more difficult to score. And when you're watching, and it was even Iowa, hear this, uh, what are we at? Six o'clock, seven o'clock now. Uh, it, it seemed easier. And they were playing, when when you're playing basketball and you're sharing the ball and you're cutting and you're playing with your teammates, you could just feel the energy and you could see that things were much easier For the Iowa Hawkeyes, it's a real struggle for Michigan. Now, it's a talent issue for sure with Michigan. Michigan, um, they have no bench. They're getting nothing. They have to have their their five guys all play well that start because they can't really bring any firepower off the bench. You know, and meanwhile, they – they just lack continuity because one of the big reasons is that their best player is unavailable for them on the road. You know, yeah, it's a mess. That all adds up to being a mess. And so where is it going from here? Well, it's going to East Lansing on Tuesday night. And it's not like the Spartans are some, you know, giant, but you know, they just got popped last night. i played their worst game of the year in uh, a, a game that they got beat in, in Madison against Wisconsin, watch that game. It's say, well, is Michigan going to dig deep and be able to go up to East Lansing? I not with Doug McDaniel. Oh, they're not. They're not, not going to have any guards. They they're not going to have any bench. Uh, they're going to be up against it when they're on the road until McDaniel gets back. And then, how are you expecting this team to have continuity and be on the same page? Their, their season, it's a lost season. You know that they're not going to be in the tournament. Can they fight and play for their coach? You know, the coach with uh, Sharon Moore, as I mentioned, speaking at halftime and getting the crowd going and everything, it's, it's nice to see the football coach at the basketball game. Those are those are cool moments and one you'll remember for a long time. You you've, you, you get to see that from the head coach after he spoke earlier today in his introductory news conference. Oh, what was my point? Oh, uh, that word. <laughs> what was my point. Ward Manuel, the Michigan athletic director. Uh, he was, uh, welcomed by a round of applause when he was introducing his new football coach. And then he did take some questions off. It looked like off to the side And some of the reporters asked him about basketball and it wasn't like he was, it was more looking at his comments and sure. He's not going to come out and say, Oh yeah, this thing's man circling the drain. Just can't wait till the end of the year. Juwan's out of here. You know, he, he mentioned Juwan's health and that was what it was first and foremost on his mind. Uh, So he had that, but you know, you can take that and say, Oh wow, that's what's, uh, that's going to save Juwan. If you ask fans, Right, I don't know, for a while, they would say obviously it's over, and that Michigan will be looking for a new basketball coach. If you watch Ward Manual and then you ask folks that I don't know, say in the no, I would say in the media, what it, it doesn't appear like like there's much, I don't know say much more of a chance. There is a there is a a chance, and I would say probably better than 50% chance that Ward Manuel stays with Jawan Howard for another year. That has been his track record. You want to go back and say, well, he fired his coach at UConn, the football. I mean, there's some there's some things there that you can look at, but there's also a, a patience that we have seen from Manuel. And what else do we have to go on? You can say this is what you would do if you were in the – in the office i do that myself i say this is what i would do what i would do is i would judge these last games and i would just judge this entire season there's 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 not a lot to hang your hat on your best player they've they've put in the suspension that he could be playing, but they're doing it because uh, they want to get him right academically, but that's not helping the team out on the floor. And it's it's not helping anything. And, and the fans who showed up, you know, to this game down the stretch, like there, there's nothing to look at and say, yeah, you know, this is Michigan basketball. This is something to really look forward to. Now, if you were playing that game, and I'll play that game for just a minute, the the game of what about next year in Juwan you could say if they could really get this name image and likeness going and in basketball you know that can be big and look at one player can really change the fortunes of your team. Those things are true. Are they ready to do that? You know, like there's been a lot of talk on the football side like, ooh, Sharon Moore yeah, he's really going to be, in I'm sure Moore said it today, like what, what did he say, aggressively attacking that name, image, and likeness and recruiting like it was a scheme in football. Uh, Jawan Howard needs to do that same thing. Can they do it? Like, so do, do, nobody. I say nobody. It's going to be hard to have faith that Jawan is going to be able to May be armed with the ag- aggressiveness and with uh, with an NIL package that now Michigan is going to, you know, change their approach that way. That's something we just have to wait and see. And we can sit around talking about it, and, and but we're just going to have to see it. And I think that I'll say one thing for sure, and it seems a little cliche, but I'm, that's the only thing that I can say right now. One thing for sure is that the majority of the fan base is not going to be happy in going into the offseason if it's if it's Howard. What do we see from uh, other teams that are in a situation like that? Well, you know, Howard makes an adjustment. We already know, you know, the, the situation with the strength and conditioning coach, they'll so have somebody else there. But, uh, you know, Howard replaces uh, a coach or two, whichever, you know, you know, nothing against Sadi or Howard Isley or Phil Martelli, but, you know, running it back when it doesn't work is not something you can do. And if you're not going to replace the head coach, well, what do you do? You, you take Martelli or you take Washington or Isley and you bring somebody else in. And then they're like, well, hey, here's some enthusiasm, some new blood. And so that's what they'll do. Or a Ward will do something that... I don't think, and I don't see him doing, but you know, there's still time left. You know, there's, there's still, you know, we're still in January. So there's an entire month and then March, you know, just to make some uh, final impressions. But, you know, that's where we're at. That's where we're sitting right now. Oh, we'll look at the box scores. Always th- there's feedback and I'm sure, you know, the feedback, I'm not expecting it to be flattering. I'm not expecting, you know, Michigan fans to be on here and say, hey, let's, you know, let's get behind the coach. And let's and that's not what I expect. So let's see. Scott is saying it's time for a change. BN is saying this season really has become a let's develop the young guy season. Time to start doing that. Well, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And John is saying Michigan basketball has really declined, just sad. Yeah, no, no truer feedback has ever been written, John. It, it really is um, in a decline right now. And, you know, you're saying it's sad. I understand where you're coming from there. So when you say develop the young guy, so, you know, Terrence Williams, the second, had 16 points, Doug McDaniel, 13. You know, Doug McDaniel's a sophomore. Olivier Kamwa. I mean, you ha- you're going to play Kamwa. Uh, Namari Burnett, the transfer, 13 points. Terrace Reed Jr., who is only a sophomore, 7.7 boards. Disappointing. He had a, a, a nice game in Iowa City. They went to him early, and then they just couldn't get it to him anymore. So you're talking about the young guys. Will Cheddar. Is Will Cheddar a young guy? He is a redshirt sophomore. So you want to see a little bit more? Of Will Cheddar. I think they would like to play Will Cheddar a little bit more. He just, he, he hit a wall. I don't know if it was about a month ago, because there was something in there where you're like, yeah, man, Cheddar, maybe he's going to be their, you know, their go to guy. And then it was like he couldn't handle it. Trey Jackson has another year. He's coming back from injury, but, you know, is that who you want to see more of? Not really. Jace Howard, absolutely not. Jalen Llewellyn, no. So, you know, so what you're talking about is Yo Yo, who is a sophomore, and then George Washington, the third, who you could, he plays sparingly, but, you know, what's to lose by putting him out there? You can lose by more. You can look worse. Look, you've got to. Like, I get the part about, you know, so if you were the coach, you are going to try to still play the best that you can and the best players and play competitively and not just roll guys out there just because they're young. I mean, if they're going to do that, then, you know, you're going to start Yo-Yo and George Washington the Third. And so tonight they lost by 10. Maybe they would have lost by twenty. You say, "Well, what was it matter?" Well, you know, it it could just look a little worse, you know. So that's it. I'm not saying anybody's crazy on that. Scott saying they're unwatchable. U of M must remove Juan. Well, when you say U of M, it's the athletic director who's the one that's going to make the call there, and he has shown patience. a a real patience with uh, his coaches. And, And this was his pick. So like I said, if I had to handicap it right now, and this is, I've said this after every show, it's more than likely that because of his track record that I could see him staying with Juwan. There's still a lot more time to go here and and fans reaction is always going to be you know uh, ahead of an athletic director i do not want to think about another year where then it's like you're feeling like you're delaying the inevitable and it becomes a situation where you know people right now are really disappointed and don't have anything good to say and then, if you go into an off season and then another year, like it would be like this year, and then another year without getting into the postseason, like nobody's gonna pick Michigan, like they're likely to finish if they're not dead last in the big ten, they're gonna be you know twelve, thirteen or fourteen. I think we can all say that for sure, and they bring in hopefully three recruits. Roofs, who's the star who's committed to them, has not signed yet. Hopefully they'll be able to bring him in. But those three guys coming in, is anybody gonna say, oh yeah, I see Michigan as being a a tournament team? The answer to that is no. Likely not gonna be a tournament team next year. And then and then unless so they're gonna have to be a big surprise. That's it. There's Gavin saying juwan has got some work to do in the offseason. Next season is the hot seat season. Well, so there's one that's saying that. And, you know, you get – there is some of that. I already mentioned the upcoming schedule. Let's take a quicker look at that. And that upcoming schedule is brought to you by the Maize and Blue Reviews. Good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball, which you can hear three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 o'clock. Michigan has lost. Now, uh, what did they lose? Three in a row with uh, today's L that they suffered at the hands of the Hawkeyes. They got blown out the other night by, what, 32 at Purdue. You didn't think they were going to win that game. And then, you know, they uh, they won against uh, Ohio State on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. But... It has not gone well. What if they have lost eight of nine? Michigan is two and seven and seven and 13. The Z man says the last time Michigan finished in last place in the big 10 was the 66, 67 season. One year after Kazzy Russell left Michigan. You know, if you ask me that, I would have said maybe the, the Brian Ellerby years, but. So you got to go back 50-plus years is what the Z-man is saying. Well, they might not finish in last place, although they could, as we sit here right now. Nothing to laugh about. That's it. The upcoming schedule is up in East Lansing coming up on Tuesday night. That game is a 9 o'clock start on Peacock. Michigan and MSU. That's where we will be, uh, the Michigan basketball postgame live. It'll be a late edition on Tuesday night. We'll be here for it. We'll talk about that one. That is where it is at. So the numbers, Michigan led by two at the break. 88-78 is the final. They lose by 10. Two and seven now in the conference, seven and 13 overall. I won to 11 and eight and three and five in the Big Ten. Thanks so much for watching. Hope everybody has a, a great weekend. You know, I was, I, I enjoyed Sharon Moore speaking at half. I, I did not hear or I did not see any Jared Goff chance breaking out at the Chrysler Center. I was a little bit disappointed in that. I can say go Lions. I, I, I feel the energy of the entire area as everybody is hoping that the Detroit Lions can get to the Super Bowl. It's It still seems weird to say, but it, it can happen tomorrow with a victory over the San Francisco 49ers. So go Lions, beat Frisco, and go to the Super Bowl. How about that? Thanks for watching or listening, everybody. Take care.